Hello, everyone. This is the Mixed Must Podcast, episode number 16. Yeah, I know what number episode we're on. Hell yeah. I'm changing. I'm a brand new Jane. This is uh, my lovely co-host, Shivani Bigler. I am James Camacho. How you doing, Shiv? What's going on? How's your day? Well, it was uh, good until that. Oh, what was wrong with that? I don't know how to open. It's always awkward. I'm a it's, new Jane. It's a, there's oh, no yeah. there's no real reason. Yeah. There's no real reason we should be doing this podcast. You know, there's no real reason to be talking. So it's always weird to start. Don't oh, you look, agree? Some cats. Huh? Cats. Dude, please pay attention. Okay, sorry. Please, please, folks. Can we start again? No. Okay. Then you have to like like they're gonna play. Things are going to happen. You have to focus, all right? You, you can't one minute in and be like, oh, look at them. It's off camera. Off camera stuff does not exist to the audience. I know, okay? but it's just like a camera. Huh? We're literally talking to a device. I know. It is kind of weird. I, you know? It's like, it's, it's like you ever see someone at the gym taking a selfie of themselves or t- filming them? It's weird. That's what we're doing. <laughs> you know when you do those selfie videos, you go on like TikTok and there's people talking to you like they're talking to a human being? I hate them. I hate doing I them. I can't stop thinking about she the fact that they're talking to a camera. Yeah, it's we. I mean, you know, I shoot those in public. I'll be walking around the neighborhood, being like, "My mom's Chinese, my dad's uh, a lesbian," and people are on the street seeing me do it. You know, so that's probably why everyone in our neighborhood Loser. thinks. Loser. Hey, there. I I wouldn't do them if they didn't get views. They get millions of fucking views. It's the it's the what's one of the saddest things. About I think, social I'm pretty media. sure one of your selfie videos paid for our Puerto Rico trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You get one viral video. It, that's why it, it, it's. Uh, I mean, the last viral video on Instagram all right, we didn't got know. us all these followers for for a lot for our mixed months podcast account. Hmm. You know, it's it's crazy, but it's like you'd think like like uh, like. I mean, I, I try to do stand up, you know, or sketches. You th- that's the stuff you feel like you should get more virality, but it's these okay. weird selfie videos, you know. All right, now that we're done talking about virality. It's hard to talk to an object when there are live fluffy cats right over there. You're just you're just obsessed with the cats. Okay. You got to block them out. It's like when you're uh it's like it's like uh, you ever been on a date and the person sucks and you just got to pretend. And you're in your head you're just like fuck this sucks. But you have to, you know, you have to pretend like you're engaged in the conversation. You can't just The dates that check like out. sucked for me I would end up just kind of like having fun with it. Like the person will be like ridiculous. They'll say something like racist or 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 don't you have sexist a story? or homophobic or something. Didn't did you go on a date once where a guy said something racist to you? Like you you smell like Indian or something? Like- no, it wasn't smell like Indian. He said like he was like, <laughs> crazy. "What are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm half Indian." He's like, "Oh, that's great because Indians are smart." So it was a nice thing that he said technically, oh. but I was just kind of like. Yeah. Like you're getting a PhD because you're Indian, you're smart, right? And I'm like, yeah, that that is off putting. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing necessarily, but it is it's because off-putting. of your race, not anything that you worked for. Yeah, it's just, but it's just a it weird thing. Has nothing to, to say. do with the hard sweat tears you put into it to get to where you are. It just has everything to do with the melanin in your skin. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is pretty absurd though. <laughs> 
the amount of Asians that are like in these really hard fields. I guess because they're hardworking and they 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 don't. A lot of them come from upbringings that are more more impoverished, so they're kind of like it's weak. the immigrant mentality. It is. Yeah. It has are, nothing to do with the race. It's parents, just the mentality. Yeah, and this is like immigrant cu- culture, and not just Asians, just any immigrant who's like trying to make a better life for the kids in America, mm. and they come to America and they're like, okay. What's the quickest way we can turn this shit around? That's really like, what it is. Let's like pack our kids into like these super s- smart packages to be like you, to get us a lot of money and to like turn everything around. In, in a way, it's like what's the shortcut to success, or what's the most probability that they're going to have being successful? Like and they're just doctors doing and software engineers. Uh-huh. Doctors, it's less so because you have to pay for medical school, and then you and then you have to like pay off medical school loans, and then. And then eventually, like when you're 50 years old, then but it's also a very stable path because as long as you pass all your exams, there's always a job out there for you. Always. So it's like a super stable job and your family members don't have to go to the doctor. They can just see you for free. Isn't it, isn't it weird, though? Like, because my mom used to, like, because I used to want to play baseball growing up. I wanted to be a baseball player. My mom was like a baseball player, um, all muscle, no brain. And, you know. If you want to make money and have a good life, you have to study hard and get a good job. But it's like you're completely wrong. Like if I'm the best baseball player, I'll make like thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. But isn't that weird? It's like so it's not really about the amount of money. It's just like what's like a safe amount of money, you know? Yeah. You don't find that interesting? Where it's like how come more? How come there's no Indian parents being like, be a fucking basketball player because you can get that LeBron money? It's not. You know? Yeah, it's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe, but it's like. It's not a then it's not about the amount of money. It's just about like just just to have a six figure most probable income. Like like yeah. like if you were to press a button, right? That would be like, okay, you have a 60% chance of making $80,000 a year or you have a 5% chance of making fucking $500 million. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's literally what it is, but no one's like who yeah. would who, but you know, our parents for sure. I think most immigrant parents wouldn't even look at that button if you really put it the way they raised no, us. No, of course you know? not. Yeah. It's way too like their entire life to get here has been risk, 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 upending, right. leaving the family at home, trying to pursue an education here, or just trying to get like just trying to get a stable job here so that they can bring the family over. And- yeah. Well, conversely, it's like what if one button you press? Like, what if the but the result of the button was like. You, you're fucking have to go back to whatever your third world country, you know, as opposed to like, oh, okay, James, you just go back. You know what? Your, what? Third world, third world country isn't used anymore. It's offensive. So what is it now? Developing country. Developing country. <laughs> so you're implying that things are actually being done to help it. <laughs> when you say that. There's developed countries and there's developing countries. You know what all that shit is? All that, all these new terms, they're just trying to be different, you know? Like, what's the one with the homeless people? Impoverished? No, no, no. Unhoused. Yeah, like, that doesn't sound better. It's longer to say. It's fucking awkward. It's just alternative. It's the same amount of syllables. Homeless? It's the same amount of syllables. Unhoused is not even a word, is it? Yes, it is now. I just think people just want to be different. I don't even think it's about being PC. It's about being. And then cheers next to thing, that, James. If you stay unhoused for ten years, next thing you know, be back James. to homeless. Cheers. We have some wine here in our. Uh, what do you call these? These these. These are thing. These look like things that my Chinese mom would serve tea on. Look at look at it. Look at. What? Mine says mine. What does mine say? Hers. You're gonna have to put the the microphone down. 
Yours. Mine says yours. Ready? Show them. Mine and yours. <laughs> Mine comp. How about that? <laughs> you know what? You know, speaking of a uh, uh, canceled. <laughs> you know how I dress my cat sometimes? No. You do what? I call, when I address Ellie, no. I say Mayan cat. <laughs> oh, but mine's not a bad word. I think my, I think the mind conf is bad, but mine is just Mayan cat. I think mind conf means like my my heart or something, right? What does mind conf mean? My struggle. My struggle. Yeah, so mine just means my. It's not a bad word. I had no idea that meant my struggle. <laughs> all people do. What now, did he have to struggle for? But it was funny because all people talk about <laughs> what the now. Fuck. All people talk about now is struggle. Oh, the struggle's real. The struggle's real. What are you real. talking about? How did he struggle? Who? Hitler? Yeah. I don't know. I thought, I think he came from, let's see. Mein Kampf is a 1925 autobiographical manifesto by Nazi party leader Adolf Hitler. The work describes the process by which Hitler became anti-Semitic and outlines his political ideology. My struggle? <laughs> what about the struggle of the millions and millions of people that you killed? Yeah, I don't know. It's his blue. It's basically it's his blueprint for what became his war for world domination. Oh my god, my struggle for world domination. Well, I think. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't quote me on this, but I think when he came into power, the way he became he came into power was by like he was he was political. He was like a, he was a he was saying that we're gonna bring Germany back to the way it was before and like stuff Make like Germany that. great again. That's literally what it was. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, then he got a little bit out of control once he had... He had a, a little? A little? Just a, just tad, a little. Just a tad. Mm, someone put him in a straight jacket. We should, we should not be talking about... See him about, struggle out of that. We, uh, that? For, for the audience, we actually live next to a synagogue and our window is open. So we're just yelling Hitler. Hey, we're, look, out. we're on their we're, side. We're, we're, on the si- we're on the side of Dude, the Jews. do you remember that one... Stop. You always do this. We're, just, just drink on your own time. You keep interrupting me to, to cheers. Cheers to not that kind of struggle. There was one time, um, so the synagogue here is very noisy sometimes. They'll have like these parties uh, for like whatever, Passover, Rosh Hashanah. And there was one time, they were st- they're loud. They're pretty loud, but it's it's not like every day, but they're pretty loud sometimes. Yeah. Dancing and, and then like, you know, just gibberish. You can, tell, you can tell that they're orthodox because when they sing songs, none of the women are singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. It's all dudes. That's how you know they're it really all is. It really is. Juice. But but there was one time it was like late. It was like midnight and they were screaming and like it is a bit. Un, un, I mean it was like nice. it was every single day and then and then this, yes it was a whole week. What's that whole week one? I don't know. Uh, Hanukkah maybe. Maybe every day they're screaming and then some dude I don't know like some dude opened his window <laughs> and shouted out what did he shout out? Like, He's like, really shut bad. up, you Jew pieces of shit. Yeah, like literally just the most anti-Semitic oh, things. Like man. just scream. And then like <laughs> the best part, we're all, I'm like, I'm horrified. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you, like, are the cops going to come? And then the Jews literally just like, huh? Huh? And they just kept they going. They just kept going. They're like, fuck that guy. We don't need his shit. But they, they just laughed it off. So I, I thought it was a pretty boss move, you know? They didn't get overly political. Oh, my God, how dare he? I don't know why this that guy un- had to bring Jew into it. Why not just tell him to shut the fuck up? For being noisy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, because they're Jewish and they're screaming. And then, like, the things. nice lady downstairs, then, like, she came out a little bit later. And she's like, please, this is just it's just not fair to the rest of us. Please just cl- quiet down. And I'm Which like, that's what, how yeah. you should have done it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that about, was the way to do it. It's about that it's late and people are it's trying to sleep. It's late and people are trying to sleep. It's not... <laughs> Nothing Jesus to do with Christ. Judaism, dude. There's a frat party down the block. Like, are you gonna like we? It, like, it's not different. Yeah, if it was a frat party, 
right? In Which terms of noise. Would, would it be okay because they're not Jewish? It would be okay. Hey, it's getting noisy. Any guys Jewish? No, that no. guy, that, oh, totally fine. that racist guy up there would be like, hey, this is my kind of party. Can I come down? Ugh. All right. Well, let's do it. What is a ski ski shot? What is those ski shots called? Dice luges? Some, no, it's some, oh, snowball? there's ice luge. There's another like, there's another like super white tradition where like there's shot glasses on a ski glued to a ski and there's shot glasses glued to the tops of the ski sound, that is, and then you fill it up with with uh liquid and then Gatorade. everybody like goes in a line along the ski and they just lift the ski up and take the shot together i've never what heard is of it this. called i've never heard of this. ski shot the fact shot that you skis? know it is is pretty white yourself. let us know yeah i know let us i did it one time should we look it up um, shots on a snowboard you said shots on a ski the idea behind the shot ski shot ski shot ski Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's called a shot ski. It's a ski with four shot glasses attached to it. Four people line up together to raise the ski to their faces like a long tray and down the shots at the same time. Is there images of this? Yeah. See? Oh, that's kind of cute. They all like... That's fun. It's a group activity. It's a group activity. All together, they drink the juice. All right. Speaking of group activities, we have a fuck ton of questions. Yes, we do. Um, Which is... Uh, it makes me it's very nice I asked for questions yesterday and a bunch of you sent them that's very nice we feel very humbled it's just been earnest every week but this people came out this week Ernest asked another one too okay well let's start with Ernest because Ernest is our favorite Ernest is the goat so we're gonna start with Ernest, Ernest. you're the goat we love you um, Ernest asked us I know you guys went to Puerto Rico how was your experience there I want to visit the island too someday go to the flamenco beach very beautiful flamenco beach. You have to gonna you're gonna it used go. Used to be over inhabited by flamingos, right? Isn't that what they said? And then you know, with with humans and pollution, they're all gone. But it Aww. used to be just an island of flamingos. That's, That's why it's sad. called flamenco beach. You know? But the the water is so nice there. Beautiful, it's so fun. Yeah, so you're gonna go to Puerto Rico, and then you're gonna have to like sign up for some day trip, take a ferry over to this island where there's the flamenco beach. You know, so it's so crazy. Like I'd never seen water that crisp and blue i'm just so used to like the shore down here or maybe even the shore in like the west coast just this mm-hmm. gray green fucking toxic waste of fucking water <laughs> like, like fall inside become a power puff girl right and the sand <laughs> the sand is just like full of fucking uh the needles whole and bunch of yeast infection written on this yeah i i, I didn't know water <laughs> was that blue because you think water is blue like you draw it blue and but Dude, like, do you remember the time we went uh we went um was it kayaking in the Hudson? Oh yeah, that's disgusting. You get you, you you fall in, you get some water in your mouth. You have AIDS for sure. Dude, I had the worst yeast infection I've ever had. It's like black. That water is literally black. There's like band aids and condoms floating, and it's disgusting. It's really bad. But he asked us how um how was the experience there, bro? It was it's great. You know what? You know what? You should go real quick before we even get into the specifics. Like I remember, I was telling my friends we were going to Puerto Rico, and one guy goes, uh. Oh, that's like the poor man's uh, Hawaii or something. Yeah, someone said that. <laughs> it kind of it kind of ruined it for me. But it was it was very great. We we did it up though. So what we did is uh, we flew into Puerto Rico, we flew into San Juan, which is like you know, is it the capital? I don't know what it, if it's the capital, but it's like San Juan is where all the touristy shit is. And we we went to a like a White Lotus five star resort about forty minutes outside in uh, Rio Grande. Rio Grande, and God damn it, it was gorgeous. Um, the resort, the Wyndham something resort. Yeah, the Wyndham something. Golfers. It's like a golf resort. Yeah, we it didn't was, golf. We didn't golf. We, <laughs> we should have golfed, maybe. <laughs> if we had enough, an extra day. 
Yeah. We had four days out there, but it was it was it was just fucking beautiful. I mean, the resort was A plus. Um, we spent half the time in the resort. We brought the cats. We brought um, the cats. They loved it. They had such a great time. Yeah, we spent half the time in the resort, and then one day we went to Flamenco Beach. We took like a whole day trip out there. Yeah. Island hopped a little bit. Um, you know, one of my the one of the most fun parts of the trip was taking that boat from San Juan to flamenco mm-hmm. and just how bumpy it was and like the oh, wind in your face dude shiv, shiv like had like this like 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 uh mo- the most natural high fun f- yeah like, that i've was, never seen her smile that she's was like, such a natural high she's putting she, so we're on top of the of the boat with with the air and the water hitting us and then yeah. she's just like putting and we're crossing like over like you know going into the ocean trying to go to this like uh island and there's yeah. like it's like super choppy. The waves are crazy, yeah. gnarly waves. And this like boat is just smacking. It's just smacking that ass. Everybody's asses were smacking. Yeah. And oh, could I, dude? Sometimes on the drop, you'd feel like butterflies. It was like a natural theme park. Well, you know what I thought it was, was so fun. You know, what I got a real kick of it. Is like you get it's it's a lot of nature because you're in the middle of the fucking whatever ocean it is, a body of water. Okay, okay. And- Everybody who's rich watching this podcast understands that feeling. Okay. <laughs> we we're not rich. Okay. No, I'm just saying it's like like I think the reason why like, I I got like a high from it because. You're in the middle of the like if you look left, yeah. right, everywhere. It's just bodies of water. And then it's you insane. have the air. And it's just but there is that feeling of it's like nothing else matters. Like you're in yeah. here. If something were to go down, you know, my followers, my stand-up career, my my cats, my fuck, my comp, none of that matters. I'm in here and I'm alone. And and there's just something crazy about that. Like there's some survival instinct that kind of kicks in. And just like the the air, it's just all natural stimulus, you know. Dude, it just it's a super dopamine boost for sure. It was natural a long high. ride. It was like a ninety minute. Oh, but it was so yeah, fun. It was okay. fun. That What's the next one? No, no, no. We're still talking about a Puerto Rico. There's so trip. many. Okay, we'll get to it. Should we have an hour? So that was great. Um, the food was great. We went to um some pretty fancy restaurants. Um, and then we went to San Juan one day. We went to see the the castle. We walked around. We had a good time. You know, mm-hmm. what was your favorite part of the Puerto Rico trip? Flamenco Beach. Flamenco Beach, for sure. I just, like, played in the waves for f- probably four or five hours straight. You almost got swallowed up. There was a moment where it started raining, and I'm like, shit, you got to come back. No, I was fine. The, oh, I the time I almost got swallowed up was, like, at the beach near a resort. That time, like, that was wild. Oh, and she got jellyfish stung. Yeah, I got Dude, stung. Dude, she got a jellyfish sting literally this big, like, <laughs> a, a size of a golf ball on her fucking foot just sticking out of her rompers and shit. Dude, it was insane. You didn't feel it, right? You just, you literally, we just woke up one day. I think the adrenaline was kicking in because I could not get to shore. Yeah. Oh, we snorkeled too. I forgot we snorkeled. Yeah, we snorkeled. That was fun, but those snorkelers sucked. Yeah. Every every 30 seconds, I'd be If you go snorkeling, like, yeah, do like the group thing if it's your first time, but after that, go pay for the more expensive shit. Like, get a private tour because they'll bring you out to like, a nicer area with a better yeah. coral reef. We did a if very. You do, if you do the group thing like we did, it's just like there's it's barren. We did you a might very, see a turtle, maybe. We did a very touristy, basic uh, yeah. thing. It was so ba- like the people. Um, there was one lady who didn't even go snorkeling. She came and then she sat on the shore and read a book. And I wanted to kick the legs out of the chair and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Why, why are you here? I don't know. It was kind of lame. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the next one? Next question. Okay, Ryan says, "Do you ever fear that 
if you do not solicit questions from your friends and fans that you might run out of things to talk about and have to start watching Grey's Anatomy together. Oh, is this the question you were talking about earlier? Oh, Ryan Ryan always asks dumb questions. Ryan's just being silly. I know Ryan. He came to see me in San Diego. Oh. Yeah, he's a friend. Yeah. (laughs) To answer your question, Ryan, yes. Yes, we do solicit questions to fill up the time because, yes, we do run out of things to talk about. We I need mean, that We're extra. bullshitting for an hour. I mean, pretty. I mean, and then like, you know. And no, I don't want to watch Grey's Anatomy. No, no. no. There's way too many season. Everybody dies. Sorry if I'm ruining for you. Everybody dies. There is so much death in that show. It's a show about doctors and surgeons doing surgery and shit yeah. on the fly. All the surgeons die at some point. Everybody dies. There's so I've many. I've never seen. I have no idea. I don't think any anybody who works in healthcare can relate to how many like people will die from airplane accidents. People will die from getting like shot. Like do- doctors aren't die- like at, this is just not realistic, man. How many people are dying? So oh, yes, Ryan, to answer that. your question, yeah. we do solicit questions so that we can like get our like memory jogged on some of our experiences, so we can talk about it. And so that we can avoid all the fucking death what the in Grey's Anatomy, what for the, sure. Well, he, he brings up a good point. If we didn't ask questions, what the fuck would we talk about? Would we bring topics? Like, what would we do? I'd oh. fart on your face. You'd okay. fart on my face? That's pretty Next question. Okay. What things do you appreciate? This is from Angel. 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 Okay. What things do you appreciate the most from both individual cultures you have? Okay, so you're Indian and German. I appreciate <laughs> my Indian grandparents and the food that they cook for me and that they hold me like a baby mm. and that they love me so much and support my dreams. But that's not cultural. That's just your parents. Like, that's just like love. My grandparents, yeah. What about culture? Like, what cultural thing? The food? I, the food. I lo- I'm, I'm starting to love it. They Indian make my food. favorite dish. Which one is that? Kichdi and curry. Oh, I don't know what that is. Kichdi, it's like a. They don't have that in the. It's like a too? yellow rice, and then curry is like a. It's like a yogurt-based uh, curry, mm-hmm. sort of. Okay, so you like the food. Here's here's why I, I I guess for my Chinese side, I would say one of the things I I do love Chinese food. Like I love Cantonese style, like roast duck, roast pork. Love that. Um, I love like just fucking chicken legs with soy sauce in them. Mm-hmm. I do really appreciate like the hustle culture of of Chinese people. Like, I think that, like, one of the things, even though it was brutal growing up, it's, like, I do like the fact that, like, I'm, like, a hardworking OCD kind of slave-driving mentality, you know? I think that, that that um yeah, that hardworking culture is something I really appreciate. And I guess from, like, the Puerto Rican side, um, what do I appreciate from the Puerto Rican side? I don't know. What do I appreciate the from lips. my white side? Yeah, what do you? Oh, my grandfather, my white grandfather, had has a cabin in Idaho. But that's not a cultural thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is having but, a cabin in Idaho just like a white thing? No, you're saying but it's, just it was just like it's it's the best. Some of the best memories of my life have been in that cabin because he'll have like dirt bikes and snowmobiles, yeah. and in the winter we'd snowmobile, in the summer we'd dirt bike, four wheel, four wheel. Sometimes we'd go wakeboarding. We'd do all the white shit. Okay, but what about? So I, yeah, that is that, that white has a culture, dude. White what, has, snowboarding. White has a culture, and you know what? I know this is a hot take, but white culture is fun sometimes. But you, and what, like the snowboarding and stuff, like the, the wakeboarding, okay. wakeboarding, dirt biking. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like people always like, make fun of like, snowmobiling, people, skiing. People, skiing is fun. People make fun of white guys on boats, but it's like 
Dude, I, I think I'd being on a boat is lit. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind. I know it's hot yeah. take. I'm gonna get canceled just for saying I appreciate my white side. No, no, I think that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? So my what grandfather what? worked really, really hard. He built the cabin himself. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, he taught us. He taught each of his grandchildren how to drive at 12 years old. That's a really white thing. I feel like. Yeah. Letting kids drive before they're supposed. Dude, to. I did like a 180 the first time I ever drove because I was too short. Yeah. One eight. Too short. We're on a dirt road because that's all there is. Yeah. And I didn't see that the dirt road because cha- everything's dirt, so it's hard to see what is road and what is not road. Yeah. It's, it's all dirt. Yeah. And I didn't know that I had to turn, and then like we were like approaching the turn, but I was short and I was seeing yonder. Yonder was more dirt, so I was going yonder, and, and then my grandfather slowly was like, "Okay, okay, slow down. Okay, wait, what are you?" Okay, what are you doing? The, the turn's happening. The turn's happening right now. And I was like, what? And I just, and we did like a God. full 180. The turn. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about teaching kids how to drive? Like, do you, do you think that's going to be fun? That's me. Dude, I, you, gonna be I, I remember when I got my permit, uh, my driving school permit stuff, my fucking guy that was in the car, you know how they have their own little pedals and shit? Yeah. Dude. He 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 was so anxious the whole time. Like he was just shoving pieces of gum in his mouth and chewing, and he was just all shaky and shit. Because he's probably fucking dude. That, that's dude, gonna be a crazy. He's job. probably just been horribly traumatized. Yeah, and then like I mean, dude. Anytime I like made a wrong turn or something, he would slam on that fucking like emergency brake so goddamn hard, dude. It was so, and then he's just chewing and fucking twitching and shit. He's like getting out of the car every two minutes to smoke cigarettes. I'm like, this guy's the most stressed out person I know. I've ever seen in my life, dude. He he incurred some serious trauma. You, you know, yeah. <laughs> he needs to unpack that God, before he gets know. back in the car with with ch- child brides Dude, driving. Tell you, did I tell you how, how fucking crazy my mom is whenever I'm driving in the car? Tell us. Like, literally, if I'm driving and then she's in the passenger side, like, if I make a short, like, a short stop or if I merge lanes, she always, like, she grab you know, the little bar, the handlebar on the yeah, car? Yeah, She grabs and goes, like literally at the top of her lungs. I'm sorry, I was scared nobo. But dude, I'm just like, and I just look at her. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what, what are you like? Like, what is the meaning of that? And she goes, you know, you're like, you drive crazy, you drive crazy, and literally it would just be like me going 27 in a 25. Yeah. Like, and she just freaks out, and like, I find that annoying. What are you doing? He's not gonna sit with us. He's gonna jump off. Okay. You know another thing I, I appreciate about the Puerto Rican uh, culture side. Is that when I was a kid, I was, uh, I remember like I had a pretty straight laced, you know, Chinese upbringing. It was just my mom. And then my dad didn't really teach me much things. But whenever I would visit my Chinese, uh, my Puerto Rican side of the family, like they always were so much looser. And they kind of showed me that like you didn't have to play life by like, like these rules. Like my mom, like never let me watch 30 minutes, more than 30 minutes of TV a night. If a movie was like R-rated, there was no way I could go see it. Like I couldn't really have fun. I couldn't screw around, play with toys, like all the things I wanted, like the right. new action figures couldn't have it. And whenever I went there, they had all the new action figures. They were watching R-rated movies. They were watching TV past 30 minutes and like joking and laughing. And I was just like, oh, life can be kind of fun. You know, yeah. oh, these restrictions are my whole life. Like, um, I don't know if that's Puerto Rican culture per se, but like that's just something I always like kind of appreciate. Preparing you for the real world. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We'll on to the next question. Um, what are some of your best adventures together? And what are some of your more difficult ones? Right off the top of my head, I just think about we were in Myrtle Beach once and uh, we were getting into the airport to go back home. And uh, <laughs> can, I tell, it? can I tell it? No, I'm OK. So it. 
So we're we got a Spirit Airlines flight. Why do you think? And do they don't we had to that. fly home, and so we drove to the airport, and then like we're trying to like check one of our bags, which is a nightmare. We're trying to check the bag, and then like James is like putting the um, credit card into the slot. And it's not reading his credit card to like pay for the checked bag. And he's like fucking freaking out at this point. He's just like so OCD angry. He's just like, this isn't fucking working. And it's our first like um, trip together. And I was just like, oh, geez, he's so angry. And I was like, wow, he's got a lot of anger issues. <laughs> and, then, and then I realized in that moment, as he, he were so upset about your credit card, like, you know, not getting read. I realized that I forgot my id at our hotel yeah and i was like oh boy <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna bring this up to him you know you to fly <laughs> he's so days. pissed off <laughs> he's so pissed off at the check bag thing oh, i don't know how i'm gonna bring this up to him <laughs> ah! but then i did i was like you know you're gonna fucking kill me and he's like what 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 and he's still pissed off about the bag and i was like i left my id in the in the, my ID in the, in the, in the hotel that we came from. And I know it's like an hour drive away. And I'm going to miss the flight. And, he, and then you had the, like a, a total wave of calm came over your face. Yeah. And you're like, okay, let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. When, it, when it's something, but I don't know. I don't know what the, the logic is behind it, but it's like if something small that's supposed to be easy doesn't work it annoys me because it's not supposed to take that long but when it's something as hopeless as like you don't have your fucking id we can't fly we're 30 minutes from the fucking place and the flight's in an hour yeah. like there's nothing i can do but that's hopeless so why get so frustrated about something that's fucked you know <laughs> like 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 there's a zero percent chance of that working out why would i expel effort into it but when it's something as easy as putting your credit card in and it's not reading to me that just drives me fucking nuts i don't know i, I think that's a pretty common thing like i like whenever tragic things happen I'm oddly calm, oddly very calm. Like any, like the couple of times we've we've had fights, you know, and uh, you know we we separate. Like mm -hmm. you you would think like, oh, you know, just devastation. But I'm kind of just like, you know what? You're gonna you're gonna get it together. <laughs> you're gonna fucking get get it together. It's gonna be okay. And you just kind of yeah. like mentally like fucking. But then when it's something small, it's just like, you know, you can't find whatever. Yeah. I no. can't find my other shoe. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? What's wrong? Even though I have many other pairs of shoes, I'm just freaking out about not finding this one pair. Yeah, but um, that, that that was a fun. I mean, that was a fun. That was one of our first trips together. Um, Myrtle Beach. I guess Puerto Rico was fun. Taking the cats out. Was there anything like? Was there anything you can think of? Any fun adventure that was anything life threatening or anything? No. You're just looking at the next question. Just can you think? You can't think of anything. What do you mean? I think we explained it well. Yeah, well, but is there? Another... Remember when I ate your leftover steak? No, that was in Myrtle Beach too. There was yeah. one night we went to a a nice fancy restaurant. We there was a, like our fancy night. Like we at the end of the trip, we had one fancy night. We went to a nice fancy restaurant. Yep. And James ordered the steak, and I ordered some shrimp or something. And then James didn't finish his steak, so he brought it home. And then in like the middle of the night, I couldn't fall asleep, and so. I drunkenly ate his steak. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> he was so upset. No, it's 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 upsetting because it's and then I was telling the guy, the other comic that like was at the thing, like, dude, she ate my steak, and he goes, oh, that's a that's a that's a deal breaker, man. Like, he was just <laughs> like, what? She can't do that, you know? It was the only uh, this is the only time in my life I ate your steak. 
Okay, it's the only time. You got to give me one drunken steak eating. It's a little rude. It's rude. It's rude, but I was drunk. It was funny because when that happened, I wouldn't let you. I wouldn't let you live it down. It was. It was another thing too. When like the, one of our first dates, no, not first dates, but like we went to a baseball game for the first time. Yeah, it was like I, our third date. Or yeah, something. and I got uh, a Yankee Stadium, and I got one of those ice creams um, in the little 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 Yankee helmets. And there was huge like whipped cream, like this, like so. This is the ice cream. The whipped cream is like this this high. And I remember just fucking let it, just sharing with her, and she just takes the fucking the it- whipped cream. And then I pulled it away, and then the fucking just you see the glob of whipped cream just like slow motion go. You pulled it away way too fast. I don't think pulled so. It, away. You, it was you like took too much. You, you took know, too much. You know it's a stadium, right? So like the ice cream, they'll give you two scoops and a little bit of whipped cream for like fifteen bucks. And so like he, you know, was giving me the bowl, and then I took some of the whipped cream at the top, and then he immediately takes the bowl away, and I I feel like I haven't yet scooped. I haven't yet scooped. So it started to fall. And I freaked out because when it was starting to fall, I was trying to catch it with the spoon that it was in. And then I, then the whole thing fell. Lost all the whipped cream in one scoop. It was your fault. You took it away too quickly. I don't know. I think you have bad, uh, your, your hand. I think good. that you couldn't understand the thermodynamics behind taking away that bowl too quickly, James. You took it too quickly. I just remember just being like, who am I with right now? We uh, That one scoop was probably five bucks that I dropped. Yeah, it was a lot. It was always Might devastating. Well set five it bucks It was literally all the whipped cream Yeah, we paid for. And okay, what's the next the question? Um, Scott. James, I hope this reaches you. I would like to know if you and your wifey have any particular routines that you do partake in every day. Well, um, James... He wakes up really, really early, and then he puts my cell phone on the charger, and then he goes to the gym. Yeah, I do. We have a my cell phone's nice and charged when I wake up. We have a portable up. charger that I use at night, and then when I wake up in the morning, I switch it to her. I wake up around seven a.m., and then she wakes up around like nine, ten. No, shut up, Shiv. You're gonna fucking lie. You're not gonna be honest with our fans. You sometimes up- nine, sometimes ten, sometimes eleven. Oh, dude, you wake up at eleven, eleven, <laughs> ten sometimes, and then it's eleven or, mi- or sometimes noon. I'm tired. Fuck, dude, you sleep a lot, dude. You sleep like twelve hours a night. It's unbelievable. But uh, I've got yeah. low iron. Okay, yeah, low iron. iron. So I wake up at seven. I go work out. I come back, and then usually by the time I come back, um, I get some work done, and then she wakes up. And then, then here's our daily routine. I will walk her to work, not yeah. to work to work, but the subway station is three blocks from here. And pretty much every day I walk her yeah. to work like a fucking like a little girl going to school. <laughs> you call school. it walking, walking your little fidge to school because I have fidge. like I have a backpack on <laughs> with all my books inside. It's literally wa- it's walking. It's like walking your daughter to, to work. <laughs> that's the weird. I mean, to school. To school. That's weird. To the bu- it is weird, but that's really what it I'm is. I'm not calling you daddy. No, I'm not going to call you. I'm not please, no, that. I'm not I'm into that. We're but not- yeah, that's one of our daily routines. Um, do we eat? Or we don't. No, we, we don't eat together. Not you, every night. You work, not every at, night. you work at night. Yeah, not, we we try to. We watch if we watch things when we can. At yeah, night. like we'll, we'll do like White Lotus. We yeah. watch White Lotus together. What else have we watched? Together? So basically, our daily routine is wake up, walk to work, do our lives, and then if I'm home early enough, we watch something, and then we have ice cream together. We have ice cream together 
almost every We day. have little chocolate frozen yogurt pops. Very high, yeah, healthy uh, ice cream alternative. I forget what it's called, but they're good. They're like 80 calories, mm. five grams of protein. They're fucking delicious. They're better than, I think it's better than regular ice cream. Yeah, Low so sugar. we have ice cream together. Yeah, so that's uh, daily routine stuff. Cool. Right yeah. Thank you, Scott. Okay, Mapja. Let's not even try with that last name. Um, what your parents force you to study the most in school? Dude, she said that like an Asian mom. What your parents force you to study in school? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's a guy. Machpa's a man. Okay. So, what did your mom force you to study in school, James? I have a lot. I mean, she forced me to violin. She wanted me to. She forced me to play piano for a little bit. She forced me to go to Chinese school for about ten years. Um, she forced me to, uh, do my homework, but I think math was very, very important to her. I think my grades in math were, were extremely important. Um, cause like, you know, she would do these like, the, um, tutorings, right? Like yeah. Huntington. All right, I'm already bored by your answers. What What are you doing? I don't know. It's just, she made me do violin. She made me do math. She made me, 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 me. I'm literally answering the question, okay, honestly. Okay. okay. God, you're so, you're really, just so you're bored. Really mean. I'm so bored. What did my parents force you me? Just, to and study? now I can't answer my question. They can't. Uh, I can't finish my answer because because. Okay, violin, math. What else, James? What else? No, I was just saying like when I would go to um the tutoring stuff, it would always just be like math, math, math. There was never like social studies, science, or history yeah. or anything like that. It was just all math shit. Like any private tutoring, like you know the SATs, there's like a whole English portion. Yeah. It was that, no none of that. It was just the fucking math. Yeah. Just 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 double down the math basically. Yeah, for sure. It's very very Asian stereotypical. My my parents never uh, forced me to study anything in school. They never, not once, cared. Oh, okay, then what did they force you? <laughs> they 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 forced you to do things though. They, their their big thing was to do the chores in the house. They like like my my dad's favorite thing to say was, if there is but one fork in the sink when I walk past the sink, all hell will break loose. That was his favorite line. All hell will break loose. So fucking so everything. So, if you call so us cool. when we're at work, all hell will break loose. What was hell break loose? What would that entail? Could be anything. Could be like grounded. It could be like spanking. It could be anything. So their his big their big thing was like do do all the chores. Like the the garbage has to be out like twenty four hours before it gets picked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this will be out a full day before it gets picked up. What about your mom? What is On the she, curb. She asked you. Kitty litter has to be done. Uh, like deck has to be painted. Like every like I don't know everything. What do you mean? Just so, but like what? That's it. Chores. Dishes. Dude, dishes. You, deck. You, I thought your mom garbage has you, to be out. Kitty litter. I thought your mom wanted you to do like like dance and stuff. None of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom put us in Indian dance class when we were young, but. Yeah, and like we hated it at the time, but mm. like after like as we got older, she t- took us out. That's so. pretty wild. They didn't care about your grades at all. Like they if, didn't care at what all. If you got, what if you came home and you getting asked and you're getting calls from the school? Well, like, that's your, the your thing. Like idiot, when I was failing. in elementary school slash early middle school, so like maybe third grade. Well, actually, first grade to sixth grade, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would. I was like failing my classes. I was do. I was doing so badly in school. I, like my my teachers thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> like they, 
Like there was a special system. One of my teachers in second grade had a special system just for me Mm -hmm. where um, like at the end of every class, I would have to stay back after class and she would write, she would have like this little form where she would, whatever day of the week it was, if it was a Wednesday, she'd like go to Wednesday and then she'd either write a smiley face, a medium face or a frowny face. And it was like the motivation of like whether or not I paid a att- paid attention in class. So I couldn't pay attention. Right. So I'd like, and especially like fifth grade is like when things started to get harder in school and like, and I was just failing classes. I just like was failing tests. I was failing classes. I wasn't doing well. I wasn't paying attention. So like the, like my parents didn't really intervene. <laughs> Did not care. They, just didn't, they didn't care. care. <laughs> they were just like, so eh, whatever. I think there was one day that like I had a folder and my mom was like looking in my my mom had come home and she was like you know your teachers say you're not doing well in school and I was like oh well and then she like looked in my folder and saw like F's D's C's like all she's like horrified she's like what the fuck and then like nothing that's a normal reaction nothing really they did like get us tutors at some point yeah Um, but even then it was like and I, I started to care about school, too. Like, it had nothing to do with my parents. They didn't, like, push me to care. But I just started to care, like, from peer pressure. I didn't want to look dumb. Mm-hmm. And so I started to try harder. And then, like, you know, I, I had a tutor and I had a test the next day. And my parents would be like, there's a family function going on. And I'm like, but I have a test tomorrow. And they're like, who cares? Like, we got to go to the family function. Like, wow. family function trumps, like, school. Uh, like, functions that they wanted us to go to trumped school all the time. That's pretty wild. Like, yeah. I, it's just so I, I can't imagine. Like, I, I just grew up with such different values. Like, school was everything. Like, you're fuck your family. That, that my, my, that's how my parents lived. It was like, the opposite for us. It dude, was I, like, they were like, I didn't go to certain weddings for my cousins because my parents. Really? Yeah, they just didn't care. They didn't. Oh. They didn't value family at all. It was all about. Go- I, I think my mom really thought if I just studied all the time and got good grades and was successful, then that that was the most important thing. Like, like nothing else really mattered. You know. Dude, it's like, and and, and the, uh, conversely, like if I got anything from the stu- school, like you're not, your son's not doing. They used to do these progress reports, yeah, mid mid uh peer marking period. That would be like you're, you know, and then we have like these numbers, right, that they would assign you. And yeah, the numbers meant like you know, late or or fucking up, bad grade, in danger of failing, and they would send these in the in the mail. And whenever if I got one, oh my heart dropped. I fucking open the mailbox and see it because I knew my mom was gonna just fucking oh no, ring me out, dude. Just fucking whip me with fucking like like she would hit me with fucking bamboo sticks and shit, dude, and like yeah, like anything, like and the worst part, the worst fucking part was that like I could be like, well, like if, if let's say you get a, I get one that's a surprise, I'm like I think I'm doing good in that class, and if I said that to my mom, she goes, well you're fucking wrong, like you got a progress report, you're a piece of shit, I, I, I couldn't defend myself, it was just like no, you're wrong, teacher's right, like you don't even know this teacher, this teacher could just be giving this to me to fuck with me, you know, mm-hmm. and then it was just like nope, your fault, you're not listening. You gotta listen to the teacher. You're wrong. You're a bastard. <laughs> Jesus, I, I know it was so that's intense. That's one good dude. thing of like my parents not caring about my Sounds school like and grades. Yeah, is that like if I did get a bad grade, I'd feel really bad about it, but I wouldn't have to go home and feel twice as bad about it. No, I was terrified. Report you know? cards, every the I never had to tell my parents that I got a bad grade. Like, you know, what I used to do I when the uh, things would come. Like when in my mind, when I knew the the progress reports were come, I would just fucking go in the mailbox and take them and like fucking throw them away. <laughs> but then you had to get them signed by your parents, so <sighs> I, I I would like force signatures and like that was a big deal. If you got caught forcing signatures, that's bad, you know. 
Yeah. I always thought it was such a big deal, but now that I think about it, if like I had a kid that forced my signature, if we're like a test or something, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm like, what? What happened? You got a 65, you forced it. Like, that, we had to do some of that too, and I bring it home to my parents, and they would just sign it. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's dude. That's like that's like turning me on. That's how fucking they would. They would like. Oh, I'm they so would stressed get, out. My parents. My parents would get annoyed if teachers phoned home and called them on some bullshit. Like Shivani didn't pay attention in class today. She couldn't pay attention, and she didn't follow directions because she didn't pay attention to the directions. Yeah. And my parents would be like, God damn it. How many of these calls do we have to get? Wow. I don't want to deal with this. Like they just like did not want they didn't they did not want to be bothered. I, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Whenever I got a call from the teacher, the principal, and like you heard the voicemail and, and my parents are in the house and I'm there, you can hear it. When I would hear that, hey, James, your son is not doing well in school, that like I, I would rather I would rather the silence was so awkward. It, it's like as if I fucking murdered someone <laughs> and the body's over me. That kind of, <laughs> more awkward. It's like the dude. sheriff calling saying, you know what? We found all of James's phone wallet and keys at the crime scene of the murder of so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. He's raping. He's, he's, he's an raping. animal. He's eating people. I would rather have Dahmer that. Dahmer style. I would rather have that than fucking he's getting a C minus. <laughs> He's in danger of failing. I would swear to God, dude. Dude, I remember one. Dude, my mom literally would beat the shit out of me, dude. She would take uh, these switches, and then she would fucking do this thing where she would like, whoosh, like that, and like, like, like. It, it's like she enjoyed it, like, and she, I, I could just envision her just, like, you're going down, and I'm fucking hiding in a corner crying. And my dad, my dad would just put the most pitiful effort to try to defend me. He'd be like, you know, that doesn't do anything, right? And she goes. And then she's like, "What? You know, I, I gotta watch TV. See you later." Like, and I'm just getting beat down. And he's, oh god, yeah. Everyone watching this is like, "What a horrible childhood." Um, yeah, she used to hit me. Well, with that was that. that that was our our experience if we didn't do the chores. That's, I mean, I guess each to her own. It, it, I'm like, I have like three exams tomorrow, and it's like the garbage isn't out. I'm like, I have 12 more hours to put the garbage out. The garbage isn't out. So I'm like, I need to study for like, I'm in the zone. Can I please study for the test? But the garbage is not out. Yeah. The garbage is. And then he'd just like hover over me. Like with this like dead, like reptilian stare in his eyes, mm. just staring at me until, until I'd get up from studying yeah. and take the garbage out. That's traumatizing in its own way. You know, I guess it's kind of Fucking equal. reptilian, just... like fucking, but, and it, and it was that tone too, but the garbage isn't out yet. No, that passive aggressive. I'd rather you just beat me up. Fucking dead fucking look yeah. in his eyes. Like staring at me like I've like I've done something horribly wrong. Turning by your father. Like he couldn't even ima- he couldn't believe that I hadn't taken the garbage out at 2 p.m. when the garbage is supposed to be taken when the garbage truck will come the next yeah. morning. I do like that they they valued family though, because I think I missed I think I missed like a, a, yeah, a wedding I mean, in Puerto it's Rico a, it's because a big I had a part of your reputation. Family is a big part of your reputation. My mom wouldn't. I, there, I think I missed like a, Puerto, a, a wedding in Puerto Rico because my mom didn't want to pull me out of school. <laughs> and she went and they just left me. They just let me maybe go to school. It's very sad. My parents were very much like, fuck school. You're making this event. <laughs> well, this is why when, whenever, whenever we go to an event. And I'm not social. You're like, you're fucking, what the fuck's wrong with you, Jamie? You're not even trying. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I was never socialized as a kid. <laughs> I was fucking fucked I never up. had socialization skills. That's how I talk. That's how I defend myself. <laughs> yeah. we, sound like, we sound like 
Adolf. Um, all right. We have uh, another question. Joey Putz, great name. Um, what is the weirdest thing you've ever done in front of your parents? Oh, that's a good one. Bring a boy home. That's the weirdest thing I've ever done. Oh, actually, you know what? I have something in the realm of that. You want to explain your story? No, that's it. That was it. That's the whole story. Oh, you want to explain it? What? what happened? No, that's it. Like it was like it's just it was just so it's just so weird bringing a boy home. There's got to be something else though. What else? There's got to be one thing. What's the like, weirdest thing you've ever done in front of your parents? That's not the weirdest thing. That's a weird. Okay, I'll, I'll do mine. There was one time I. It's kind of the, but this when I was a little older, I uh, I brought girls home and then like they left and then it was weird because my mom would see them, and then she wouldn't she wouldn't even bring it up, which is weird. Um, I had a party once in my house. Well, that's not that weird actually. Um, my mom asked if I was gay once. So I was pretty, but that's not me doing something weird in front of her. That's the weirdest thing I've done in front of my parents. Um, I feel like there's got to be something besides just like uh, you know throw a tantrum home. maybe. <laughs> Like, what's one thing that you did and your parents were like, what the fuck is this kid? Like, is there anything like that? I don't know if they've ever been phased by me. Really? Yeah. That's Anytime thing, I'd though, like right? have an, like, an outburst about something, like not being fair, because it's, it's a lot of unfair shit. And I'd be like, this isn't fucking fair. <laughs> it's never fair. Mm. They just would like have like plain looks on their face. They would? Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be phased. They wouldn't be horrified the the worst i've horrified my mom was when i came out to her as gay she's horrified yeah at the time she's fine about it now but she was horrified at the time she was like i ruined my future wedding for you we like she didn't want me to talk about it in front of my little brother because it would spoil his mind yeah (laughs) Mm. that's the only time she was phased (laughs) by anything i said that's not weird though that's not a weird thing that's just coming out. I guess all yeah. the things I like to do. You ever think about all the fads you get into, and then you start putting on different clothes and shit. Your parents are like, "What? This is who you are now? You want to play sports? You're doing your hair a certain way, you know? They're like, what the fuck? Sports? Why do you want to play sports? Yeah, stuff. Yeah. What do you think is worse? You, you, you think like being critical is worse, or being indifferent is worse? Like indifferent is yeah, worse. Yeah, I think so too. Critical means you care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, you can care for the wrong reasons, which is bad. But, if you, yeah, not caring is, is uh, there's something really, really harmful to that, you know? Yeah. Just absolutely having no interest. No interest. No, in like, your kid. You die or not. That's so sad. Like, can you imagine, like, literally having a kid and having, like, absolutely not being at all interested in what they're interested in? Like, don't you want to see, like, what are you, what they're interested Like, ooh, I wonder, like, you know, how they're going to shape their own lives. Too- don't you want, like, wouldn't you want to wonder, like, I wonder how they're going to shape their own lives. I wonder what decisions they're going to make. I wonder what they're into. Like, Not, not too far off from what, <laughs> what I'm going through, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I, don't know. I feel like I'm going to be, I, I, I think I'm going to be like kind of a helicopter parent. Yeah, that's not good either. My, my parents weren't helicopter parents, except for when it came to chores. But right. I think that I'm, I'm going to be like, helico- not, I'm not going to control what my child does, but I'm going to be like, so what happened at school today? Like, tell me everything. Like, tell yeah. me, like, what, like, what did you make in art class? I want to see like your artistic expression. Like, <laughs> I want, I want to see like what you draw and what you design and right. what you do. And right, what you, who like, you banging? I, I don't have an artistic bone in my body, mm. but I want to see if like my kid does. You know, uh, I want to see what what they're drawing. Yeah, don't you want to know what they're drawing? 
Yeah. What's what? What is their? Where is their imagination taking them? Well, anytime there's like a serial killer, they always look at their drawings. And it's always like dead animals. Death. Yeah. yeah. So that's a that's not a good sign. So you don't you want to like keep a little track of that? Like make sure their like imagination is taking them to like colorful places and not like <laughs> just look, death. You, you just look at their drawings. They're like all happy. You're like oh, thank like God. like blood coming out of eyes or something. You don't want to like you don't yeah. you want to like make sure. There's some p- parents that'll see that and they'll be like whatever. Yeah. Do you do you get scared though? Because like I I've heard from most parents that like no matter how you raise your, you could be the the coolest dad like you could be yeah, the celebrity so, dad they're, they're they always just hate you like no matter who you are like there's always like a leave me alone let me do my own thing even if you're like a fucking like if like Ryan uh what's his name Ryan Reynolds has a like my dad's a fucking superstar beautiful guy and like they that kid still hates his hates him at some yeah. point. like isn't that does that scare you. I heard on a podcast, you know, Whitney Cummings, the comic. Yes. She was talking about how, like, she thinks that her mom only, like, had her, like, had children to, like, uh, as, like, a manipulative technique to keep the father, her, hu- the mom's husband, like, around. Around. Ooh. And I'm like, that's, that, deep, that's a man. horrible, like, thing to do. Just push out if babies. If that's true, that's horrible. Like, cause, and, th- and that, that's the kind of situation I imagine like you're not interested in your kid at all. You were just using them as a ploy, as a mechanism to to get a, a, another. I, I can't imagine committing myself, my myself to something that serious and but not being totally into it. Like like the amount of phoniness and the fakeness yeah. and like also. It's just, so sad. Yeah. So I can imagine that being like one of the reasons why, you know, there's some people out there with parents that are just indifferent to them. That would be it. They, like they, want, they yeah. like either used you. To like keep like keep the husband in life. Well, you or- know all the stuff about people pleasing last week, where it's like you just start changing your values and you just start doing things for other yeah. people. It's like, I mean, that's a case of it. Like, imagine if you're with someone like I want to have kids or I'm going to leave you and you don't want them to leave. And you have these kids and they treat you like shit. And you're just having these kids that you never wanted to have. And but it's so just, sad. Yeah, but well, like like that's how far down the line people can get. Yeah, you know how how like. But they, they to your point, control. to the point of what you were saying, you were like, yeah, there's a lot of serial killer docs where it's like. Oh, they're a serial killer because they were chained to like a fucking like radiator, heat, heat pipe or radiator. You're left in a room, left yeah. in a room, like totally malnourished and fucking like, you know, being molested. neglected, beaten, yeah. molested, whatever. And then they turn into serial killers. And then you get like a ton of stories where like the parents are like, we, I don't know how this happened. We don't know what to, we didn't know what to do. We tried everything. Like, there are we some. try to protect them. We try to do yeah. this for them. We try to do that for them. And. And like the serial killer will also be like, yeah, no, my parents didn't do anything wrong. Well, wasn't there one serial killer we saw that it was literally like his dad? I mean, he he didn't have a great relationship with his dad. Was it Dahmer? It was the one where like his dad was showing it. Oh, it is Dahmer when he was he was showing him how to um gut animals and stuff. Yeah, but then it was also like right around the time he was starting to get like uh uh go like get sexual feelings. Yeah, so he kind of associated like killing things with like, and then he got all turned on by the yeah the gooey and the and the that's why he got all into that stuff, you know. Yeah. So there's I think there's certain things in in growing up that can uh, fuck with you sexually, sure. you know. And I think yeah. a lot of I think a lot of killing <laughs> I think a lot of killing people. What do I know? But it's like something that would control. But then I think you also like I mean a lot of the guys that kill people like you know yeah sexual too, you know. Yeah, because it goes to they rape and then like you know, or it's just like a fear thing. Like they just love seeing the fear in people's eyes. Or something. Yeah, well, that's a con- that comes down to control. But there's got to yeah. be a turn on to it too. I mean, dude, when you're horny and you want to get your fix of like like you'll do crazy shit. Like you'll do things unheard like are unheard of. You know, when you're really horny. Like your mind kind of gets warped. I don't think. 
I don't think I do anything incriminating when I'm horny. No, that's a guy. It's probably more of a guy thing, I think. When guys lose control when they're horny. If their mind gets a little crazy. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. When guys are horny and like What's the craziest you've ever, thing you've ever done when you're horny? No, it's just like like sometimes like uh you know when you're when you're jerking off, like you just like you get really horny. I think there's a word for it. I think it's called gooning, where you're like in a state of like like a trance state and you just like you're just like like nothing else matters. Like you kind of block out everything. Okay. And then you're just trying to like, and then but once you so get so if your, you're like mom walks through the door, well then it kind of you get taken out because then you're like oh fuck shit fuck fuck shit but like yeah. you start like you start like forgetting that like your surroundings like people could come in like noise like you just start getting this trance like state and then you start like sacrificing uh like little things you know where like time wise like that's why you always hear like oh like a these jokes about guys jerking off and they're late to things because like it really like you're gonna oh, be late man. you got to get up and go but then you're so trance the jerk like but then once you nut everything kind of goes back to normal. that's why you, a lot of guys have that joke too where it's like oh i was jerking off to like you know midget porn and then i came i'm like who am i oh my god you know what's wrong as with soon as i come i come to my senses i guess women don't have that issue women don't Lil get crazy Wayne. like that um with that corniness they don't start fingering to midget porn and then when they come they're like oh what's going on Woman can come like multiple times. Like every time we we do it, you come and then I come, but then it's over. But you can keep coming, right? If I, it's hard for me. To do twice. To do twice. Some yeah. women can do like five times, and yeah, some women wild. can't do it once. And what does it feel like when you come? Like like you know, you do you feel like you want to wrap it up and take a nap, or do you feel? like... Yeah, I feel like taking a nap. <laughs> I didn't like when it, when everyone's like, "Oh, it's a guy thing." I'm like, "Well, I I think people are starting to figure it out." If you are a woman and um, and you have sex and you're not sleepy afterwards, that means you didn't actually come. Oh, okay. You know? Uh, you never want to sleep after we have sex. You always want to go do things and work. Oh, so I was faking it the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> oh, the light's flashing. Fuck this camera. We got to get a new one. All right. B&H is closed. Jews. Um, we have one more question. It's on Instagram. Let's answer that really quickly and then we'll get out of here. Um... Let's see here. It's from um, here. She talk about mixed Vendita. hair. Vendita asked mixed. Talk about mixed hair, please. Mixed I got nothing. Hair. I got Asian hair. I got I poofy hair and then I don't gel know it. what hair I got. I don't know. Is it half white and half Indian? Is, I don't know. Is that a bl- like a black white thing? Where you have to mix? I feel up? like my mom's hair is like pitch black. So. Yeah. Maybe I got white hair. I don't think you get mixed hair. I think you would get one gene. You either get. Do you think the, so? Yeah, I don't think you get. I don't think your hair could be. I mean, you've a got mixture. like this like nice Puerto Rican flow. But but I guess I guess there's poof and flow. Eh. I when don't know. It, Was that racist? Short, no, it, it's oh. me. That's like we put out something today. Where we're like we make fun of each other's races, and someone's like you're racist. I'm like we dating each other, so we obviously don't hate the race. The fuck, idiots. Anyways. Anyways. All right, we got to wrap up. This is fun. We did a lot of questions. Um, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to share? We're going to no. start having guests on um, again. You guys excited? You excited for guests? Yes. Yes. That's how, okay, she, that's how she does blowjobs, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mixed Butts Podcast um, on Instagram. Follow the page. Follow the clips. And uh, send us questions where, wherever you consume the podcast. Facebook Messenger. Instagram DM. MixedMuttsPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I keep saying this every week. I, I'm just busy. We will get a new camera, so we don't we don't have to cut the podcast short every time. Send us the questions. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Saiyan adios.
Give me a cat. <laughs>